Welcome to the Airmail Podcast. Airmail is an e-card platform where you can set your thoughts free via text or email. My name is Mel and I am the owner of Airmail eCards and the host of this podcast. You will find all of our podcasts to be just as uninhibited as our cards. So pull up a virtual chair and join in. I would like to welcome my panelist, Albert Smith, to the podcast. Albert Smith is a licensed investment advisor representative, multi-state licensed and certified insurance broker with many years of experience. His primary focus is to provide exemplary service in the fields of insurance and financial literacy. He has found that large groups of individuals lack the basic knowledge to make an informed decision concerning available options when it comes to needed insurance and protections and investment advice. He believes that providing the necessary information and educating the masses is his calling. He provides access to informational seminars to unclutter some of the misinformation and confusion we are subjected to. He will sometimes be found staring at the water, drowning worms at your local pond and rivers. Welcome, Albert Smith. It's time for a financial checkup. Airmail welcomes our financial expert, Albert Smith, to the podcast. I will join Albert in this discussion as a financial broker. This is a necessary podcast, so let's dive in. We live in an age of immediate gratification. We want everything now, even if we can't afford it. The question becomes, are you in the position to make those purchases and are you saving and preparing for the future? So let's start talking about how to save and grow your money. Where should we save our money? It certainly is not in the bank where we might earn 0.06% or less. You won't live long enough to even earn a decent return on that. For all of you who don't trust banks and other financial institutions, you are earning 0% with it hidden under your mattress. So please, Albert, give us some good ideas on where to grow our money. Which vehicles do you recommend and what are the advantages and disadvantages of each? Well, investing your money, first off, my name is Albert Smith. Investing your money is an important step in building wealth. And there are various investment vehicles available. Each has its advantages and disadvantages. Here are some. You could invest in a Roth IRA. Advantages is tax-free withdrawals in retirement. Flexibility to choose your investment, say stocks, bonds, mutual funds inside the particular product. And there's no required um, minimum distributions once you turn the age of 72. Disadvantages. Contributions are not tax deductible. And you have limited annual contribution ranges, usually around $6,000 a year. And you have income limits. Everyone cannot get an Roth IRA. Next, you have traditional IRAs. Advantages. It is a taxable deduction. And it's a wide, they have a wide range of investment options you can available internally. It has mutual funds and different kind of ETFs, you name it. You can use those as a savings vehicle. And the taxes 
it is tax deferred growth until you retire. Disadvantages, you are taxed. There are RMDs at age 72. You have to be careful using those because if you decide to withdraw before the age of 59 and a half, you can get up to a 10% withdrawal penalty on top of the taxation. Okay. And it may not be tax deductible, deductible if you have a retirement plan at work, such as a 401k. Okay, annuities, you can use annuities. Okay, you can have, depending on the annuity, guaranteed fixed interest rate, principal protection, steady predictable income. Disadvantages, uh, it has lower returns versus stocks, bonds, limited liquid, liquidity, because you have to have certain, you have to leave your money in certain vehicles for a particular amount of time. Generally, they're running with the annuities that I generally work with. It's from either you have a one-year plan, you have to leave it in, six-year plan, or a three-year plan. And you can lose money due to infl inflation because you're locked in for a particular time. Variable annuities, they give you a lot of investment options. It's based on uh, sub-accounts underneath your particular Annuity that you have, it can go up and down. It's based on its stock market, and you can lose money. Okay, the stock market. We all know about the stock market. You can make a lot of money, and you can make a, uh, a little money, and you're subject to the whims of the market and the economy. Okay, real estate. We all know about real estate. Everyone wants to get in, and everyone wants to make a killing. Buy five properties, and it just automatically... But there's a lot of work in, entailed in getting real estate. You have to, you know, you have to be a landlord. You have to fix ups. There's all kinds of things associated with that. Bonds, investing in bonds, you can get, depending on the dividends associated with the particular bond, you can make a lot of money and you can set up a retirement account through it, depending on a particular one. They're relatively stable compared to stocks but you have a lower risk returns compared to stocks. And then you're subject to interest rate risks. Okay, mutual, you can have ETFs. ETFs is basically mutual funds. Mutual funds, which are, uh, they're a lot more flexible than, than uh, well, ETFs are a lot more flexible than mutual funds. Mut ETF is basically mutual funds on steroids. <laughs> now, generally, what will happen with a uh, mutual fund is it settles at the end of the day with ETFs. When I say settled, that means it's priced at the end of the day. But with ETFs, it's at any time the market could be going up, going or coming down. And what will you have the option of pulling your money out at any time during the day? If you see the market correcting itself, what needed to be done is you to adjust your position at the particular time to, to not be hit with the the lower valuation. And but remember the best investment strategy depends on your financial goals, risk tolerance, and the time horizon arising. It's often advisable to diversify your investment across multiple asset classes to spread risk. Additionally, consider consulting with a financial advisor. So you can create a personalized investment plan that aligns with your specific needs and circumstances. 
That's what they're trained for. We all need an investment advisor, someone that is educated and knowledgeable. And and that would be someone such as yourself, Albert. Such um, as myself. So we, we will definitely um, lift your information for people to contact you about this. But you gave us so much information. I just have a, a question. So if you okay. have a young person that does not have a lot and they want to begin, what vehicle would you suggest? At this particular time, I would think you should get an ETF or to start a Roth. ETF. you can buy more than one Roth. Oh, yes. You can buy a lot of, no, but you're limited. You're limited to $6,000 a year with a, with a Roth IRA. And but on another year, you could purchase another? Another. Each year you can build it up. And that's the way, you know, if you, if you know anything about time value of money and uh, how money grows, then it's advantageous that you would use a Roth. Okay. Well, uh, that was quite, quite uh, helpful. Um, <laughs> a lot of information. A lot of information. <laughs> so you know what, people, if you're not a financial expert, seek one because you could uh, lead yourself astray. So um, we, we give you the nuggets to begin with, but contact Albert or someone who can advise you. So I'm going to jump in for a moment and keep going with the stocks. So, you know, Many people are afraid to afraid to invest in stocks, but stocks are a long-term investment. So I advise that you do your research, that you diversify your portfolio. Uh, a diversified portfolio should include stocks that represent the acronym FETCH. So you should be investing in financial companies, energy companies, technology companies, communication companies, and health companies. Also, you should consider your age and your risk tolerance. Stocks are cyclical. If you are younger, you have a better chance of earning more from your investment. But whatever you do, don't, let me repeat, don't panic and pull your money out of the stocks when they fall. Give them a chance to rebound. So many people say, oh, I lost money in the stocks. That's because you panicked and you snatched everything out. Yes, <laughs> you lost money. But if you had left it in, it probably would have rebounded because history shows that stocks often rebound over time. Also, invest in low-risk stocks if you are a cautious investor. Young people should even begin investing in things they utilize. So they need to learn to be owners and not simply purchases. For instance, if you like Apple, buy a piece of stock and reinvest the earnings until you have more money to invest. There are companies out there that allow you to do that. So just because you don't have a lot of money doesn't mean you can't start. Change your behavior and start investing today. Um, and let's look at some long-term care too, because this is often overlooked too. So long-term care insurance, as you know, Albert, kicks in when you can't perform two activities of daily living, like bathing, right, transferring, or incontinence. So you could even need this if you're under 65. So if you're over 65%, they believe that 70% of people are going to utilize long-term care, but 7% under 65 utilize it. The earlier you purchase a policy, the more cost-effective it is and the more likely you are to fit with the health underwriting guidelines. Please take note of this, people, because 
People say, I can't afford this now. Well, it's going to catch up with you later. And you yes, may not will. be able to afford it later. And if you can't afford it, maybe your help won't allow you to get in. So these are important things to remember. And I'm sure, Alva, you you definitely definitely <laughs> do this. I mean, this is uh, uh, practically, it's practical to do it around age of 40 and up. 40 to four, uh, 55, that's when you're pretty much healthy, but you that you get to the point that at around 55 to 60, 65, things happen. And yes, what, they do. And you will wind up, you will think you're healthy one day and then the next day, little things just pop up and you will be surprised at the people that uh, thought it would never happen to them and what they've left themselves with in a situation where, you know, they're vulnerable. And now they've had to, you know, they'd have to they spend every dime they have just to, to take care of themselves or go to, you know, get taken care of by someone. So that's a definite vehicle you should take advantage of while you're young because it is and very you, expensive. And every decade, it gets more expensive. So if you haven't turned 60, jump in now, jump in. Because I tell you, each decade, I, you know, I tell people, you know, you're getting close and then they start rating you up to the closer age. <laughs> right. So keep that yeah. in mind. So I just want to give a little more information on long-term care. And I want to let you know it covers more than nursing homes. It covers assisted living facilities, adult daycare, and home care. Uh, so um, you have to determine how do you want to live your later years? Do you want to be physically and financially dependent on other people? And how do you know that they want to care for you? Don't expect Medicare to cover your long-term care needs because it wasn't designed for that. No. So keep those things in mind. I think I think those are critical things. I mean, you know, a lot of people want to say my kids will take care of me, but understand this. They have families too. They live away. We're not nuclear families anymore. Yeah, People are, true. you know, all over the place. Maybe they can't. Now, what are you going to do? And if you don't have any kids, what might you do? So, I mean, this is something that should be a, a definite part of you planning for your future. It's so true. So now, Abra, let's discuss the topic that no one wants to talk about. Life insurance. Life insurance. <laughs> so we know that life insurance is not just for the deceased. It is for those left behind. So, Albert, can you enlighten us on how to determine how much life insurance is needed and what types of things should be included in the calculations? And okay. what age should we start purchasing life insurance? Well, we'll start off at the age right away, as early as possible. Determining the amount of life insurance you, know, you need and when you need it and when to purchase it is a very important decision that depends on your individual circumstances. Here are some factors to consider. You have to calculate your financial needs. Immediate expenses, you need to calculate the immediate expenses that need to be covered if you pass away, such as your funeral costs, outstanding debts, mortgage loans, and your final medical bills. Ongoing expenses in case, you know, you know, you get ill. And you know you estimate the on-con finance. There are vehicles where you can pull money out when you do get it as far as living expenses. Estimate the ongoing financial needs of your dependents 
including the daily living expenses, educational costs for your children, and health care. Income replacement, okay, you need to determine how much income your family would need to replace in the event of your death. A common rule of thumb is to aim for 5 to 10%, 10 times your annual income as a starting point. I say starting point. You should consider getting as much as possible given certain circumstances because money, uh, because the cost of limit does increase over time. You have to consider your existing access, like your savings, investments, and other assets that the family may need. Okay, inflation, as I just stated. Inflation, you might buy some insurance and you say, I have, oh, $100,000, that should be good in the next five years. But inflation, $100,000 is not a lot of money in 10 years from now. Okay, who should have life insurance? Everybody. Breadwinners, parents, debt holders, especially debt holders. <laughs> and, and what age? We discussed that earlier, <laughs> as early as possible. The earlier you purchase life insurance, the less costly it is. And just in case, you know, life events. Life insurance needs often increases, such as when you get married, the birth of a child, or buying a home. A lot of people start off with a certain amount, and then they, they get married, or they buy a house. And then they don't go and revisit you know, their life insurance needs. You need to do this at, at, at any kind of change in your life. You need to go revisit. You actually should be revisiting your financial situation once a year just to see where you are. And you need to sit down with, like, like I said, a financial advisor or somebody knowledgeable. I'll go back, financial advisor, somebody that's <laughs> trained in knowing what they do and they have the vehicle to take care of you. Uh, the different types you can get. Now they have different type insurance plans. You got the whole, you got your whole life, whole life, which is basically based on, they will, it will cover your whole life, just like it says or what's called an index universal life. Those vehicles can be used as savings vehicles. They're more for the living than they are for dying. If they are structured properly, you hear a lot of things out there today about family banking. Uh, you have to be careful. You have to sit down with someone that actually know how to use those products. It is not as simple as you may think. How about that, Mel? This is, that, you know, that, it's you, a complicated subject, but it is needed. You need to understand where you're coming from. You definitely, you definitely do, and it and it is something we should revisit. Well, first of all, we need to revisit the first. We need to visit it the first time. Then we need to revisit <laughs> it. <laughs> so true. A lot so of people, true. a lot of people do not. And um, you know, that's one thing. Uh, before I ask this next question, I, I wanted to say. Have an emergency plan in place because that came in that when you were talking about life insurance, that popped into my mind because a lot of people don't have an emergency plan or the rainy day fund that people used right. to call it. And that is needed in life insurance as well as it is in life because that policy is not issued right away. You Correct. know, they're waiting often on the death certificate. So, but they also are waiting for you to pay them if you want services rendered. So you need exactly. to have some, <laughs> some money available 
up front to cover that. Yes, you need someone uh, and you need a vehicle. You don't necessarily have to have a savings account in order to access it in media. There are other ways, other vehicles out there where you can literally pull money now. If needed today, you can go out there and get it. So it is available out there. And there's a lot of, uh, I guess, citizens, people, whomever, they don't, they're not aware that there are vehicles out there where you can place your money and get uh, a nice interest rate for your money. And it just grows and then it's available. Okay. So tell me, Albert, why is it sometimes better to purchase a life insurance policy for a child as opposed to a 529 plan? Well, first off, 529 plans are only for educational purposes. Now, there are, you need, if suppose the kid doesn't want to go to work, go to college or doesn't want to go to school after high school. Now, that money has to be used for educational purposes. So like put it in a Roth. If you put it in a Roth, then it's available. You can do, if you want to go buy a car, go on vacation, it's there for you to use. And you have a bit more flexibility with it also. Okay. And and there's little, and money can also be used in, in a permanent life insurance policy that can be pulled out as well. Correct. Which can be used for anything. So even Correct. if, you had money in there and, you know, a kid late on needed money to purchase a place. You know, they might be able to pull out there. They wanted to go get, go to school, get their master's. There's money that can be utilized for that. But, so you just have a few more options. Then you, you're locked in more with a 529. And today, exactly. with everybody wanting to be an entrepreneur and without any <laughs> experience and reality <laughs> stars, I don't know if they'd be utilizing a 529 plan. So well, keep that exactly. in mind. <laughs> and just with the, with the world being the way it is, you know, a 529 plus plan is supposed to offset the cost of college, but college is becoming so expensive nowadays. Will it keep up that 529 plan? Will it keep up with the cost of a college education? So you need more flexibility. You need flexibility and it can be built into an index universal life policy, which has flexibility built in it. And, you know, yeah, whole life does, but there are limitations. So do you know who the most underinsured people are? Women are. Yes. Women were traditionally overlooked and are still being overlooked. If they are the major breadwinner, they need to be covered. Right. If they take care of the children in the household, they need, they to, be need to be covered. 59% of single mothers don't have coverage. That, that's that's really a, a sad yeah. state. And so I guess we as, uh, as people who broke a life insurance are, are missing this market and these people need this. So simply think about what it would cost to replace what they provide if they're not there. That's that's just so major. Yeah. Um, so uh, I want to say, Albert, uh, that this podcast was just not simply meant to provoke thought, but it's meant for people to act. If you simply look at the time value of money, you will know the urgency of acting today. The time value of money means that money today is worth more than the same sum at a future date due to the earning potential over time. 
Simply put, if you're 21 years old and you start investing in a vehicle and it gives you about 7% annually and someone starts investing that same amount at 41, the younger person will accrue much more money. So, um, you know, I've enjoyed this podcast and I'm hoping it has opened up the minds of some people. And Albert, before we leave, I just want you to um, leave us with a financial nugget that um, the audience can take with them. Get it done. Sit down with a license. Uh, definitely check out the individual that you're sitting down with and make sure they're licensed and they have the particular skills to do what you, what you need to have taken care of. And he's upfront with you. And he uh, make sure that you understand where these products that he may put in place, what they do for you and how they work for you. You need to be educated. Get educated on financial, your financial situation, and that should just get it done. Well, I think that about sums it up, Albert. Uh, I want everyone to be sure to check the show notes for additional information. Before I go, I would like to leave, leave you with a couple of investment quotes. The first quote is by author Robert G. Allen, quote, how many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings account? I rest my case, end quote. Warren Buffett states, quote, if you don't find a way to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die, end quote. Finally, listen to the words of Charles Dickens, quote, my advice is to never do tomorrow what you can do today. Procrastination. It's the thief of time, end quote. I would like to thank my guest today for joining the podcast. Please remember that it is important to continually connect with others. Be sure to go to airmail.me, that's A-I-R-M-E-L dot M-E, and send cards that tell others how you feel about them. Remember to subscribe to airmail.me and become a mailbird. You'll be the first to know when cars arrive. Your mail bird status will also notify you when discounts are available. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook at airmail.me, Instagram, airmail underscore me, and Twitter at airmail underscore me. Don't forget to listen out next month for our podcast, Airmail is Taking Flight. Bye for now.